This is The Good Stuff. Let's get to know those who are doing the good stuff in our community. We'll chat with everyone from small business owners to local officials. Join us as we go around town to find the hidden gems. This is your host, Andy Tomlinson. Welcome to the Good Stuff Podcast. Well, welcome to the Good Stuff Podcast. I'm here with Ben Dodders from the uh, Poor House at Machinery Hall and owner of Dairy Queen or two Dairy Queens or Family Dairy Queens. Family Dairy Queens. There you go. Um, so you've had a we've had a busy week, both of us. Uh, so the reason I did not have a podcast this week, I was traveling with Ben actually, and did not bring my podcast equipment. Uh, I didn't think we would ever get a chance or want to we should have done the podcast in yellowstone we should have that would have been amazing <laughs> well but there's so many things and yeah and uh, broadband wasn't a big thing which was kind of nice it was very nice uh our phones weren't working anyway we went to uh, yellowstone to support our wives yeah beautiful uh, wives yes uh running a half marathon uh and my goodness yellowstone uh is gorgeous if it's not on your list and you haven't been put it on absolutely I, uh, I'd like to go back. I wish I was still there. I know. Why did we come home? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, kind of jumping in, I normally uh, do this differently, but I thought I'm going to change it up. I normally ask you like three questions right off the bat, but I think I'm going to save that to the end. Okay. Um, how did you get into the restaurant business? Oh my. <laughs> well... First, thanks for having me. I Absolutely. appreciate it. This is, uh, this is great fun. My yeah. first podcast. So yeah, hopefully I don't totally screw it up. But I, uh, You can't screw it up. <laughs> and there's not many listeners, so you're fine. <laughs> it's like 4 a.m. radio. Yeah, that's right. Um, so how did I get into the restaurant business? Um, how far back should I go to answer this question? As far back as you can. I mean, you came back in town, but you probably worked in restaurants. I don't know. No. So, um, so I got out of the army in 2012 and, um, actually I should step back about a year before that. I was in Afghanistan in, in 2011. And, um, when I was in Afghanistan, I was having these conversations with Kelly about what are we going to do when I get home? Yeah. Um, because in 2012, early 2012, right when I would have got home from my deployment, um, my time in the army was coming up and I was at a decision point whether or not I was going to stay in, um, and really make a career of it or, uh, if we were going to get out. Yeah. And so actually when I was in Afghanistan, I, I made a connection with some corporate, um, head hunters and was looking at going into corporate America, um, and looking at that route. And so Kelly and I would have these conversations from half a world away figuring out what are we going to do? Um, where are we going to go? What direction are we going to head? And the theme that came back in every conversation was home. Sure. And, um, you know, I, I probably would have had some fun opportunities working for some big corporate company and moving all over the country and, and going that path. Um, but home kept coming back to us. Yeah. Thank goodness. Well, yeah. And so the problem was though, it's like, what in the world am I going to do when I get home? Because right after college, I went straight into the army for eight years and was like, what am I going to do in Chillicothe? Um, if we go home, like, wh what are we going to do? Yeah. And so, um, 
in the spring of 2012, my parents had actually purchased um, the Dairy Queen, the local Dairy Queens, um, and they had purchased it with the intent that it was going to be a um, like a retirement project for them, that they were going to enjoy it and be somewhat retired and, um, you know, just just kind of figure it out and do it and have sure. fun with it all at the same time. I mean, what better thing is to give ice cream to people? That's right. I mean, who doesn't like ice cream? So that's kind of the, you know, that, that was a thought process they had. And, and, and so then the conversation then started with my parents. It's like, well, what if I jump in and help out with this? And what if, you know, and so we quickly came to the conclusion that it was like, okay, well, uh, I can, I can help my parents run the business and we can figure this out together and uh, it'll be the opportunity to kind of get us home. And if it works great, if it doesn't, at least we will have kind of got a foothold back in Chillicothe and then we'll figure it out from there. And so that was getting into the summer of 2012. And I had never, I had never been in the back of a restaurant in my life. Wow. And it was, uh, but, but what you were in Afghanistan and, and, and been in war and, there's nothing that can prepare you better than that because holy cow. Yeah. That's a restaurant kind of, I don't know. It's you, like being in a firefight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Some nights. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, and by the summer of 2012, we were back home. Um, I was quickly screwing anything and everything up that I could touch, uh, with the restaurant business. And, um, yeah. And so that's kind of how I got into the restaurant business and wow. it's just been discovered learning ever since. Yeah, I was in it, and I understand your uh, the things that happen in a restaurant. I think um, I I think if you're gonna be in the restaurant business, obviously you have to have a passion for what what being in the business represents, and that means um, you know really appreciate nourishing people yeah. and providing understanding that you're providing an experience for people. And those are all the really positive things, but I also think you got to be a little bit of a masochist because <laughs> it's, it's painful on a daily basis. Yeah. And, and until you're really in it, um, you, there's nothing to prepare you for the, the chaos that is the restaurant business. Yeah, there isn't. Um, it's, uh, I'm, I'm glad I'm out of it. <laughs> I mean, that was my major in college. Right. So, yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's a hard game and, but you do a great job at it. Um, so you were born and raised in Chilcothy. Mm -hmm. Uh, what other places have you lived? So you were, uh, in the military and, and thank you for your service. I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So went to college at OU, um, in Athens and then immediately went to armor officer basic course down at Fort Knox. So I was, uh, down in Fort Knox for a little while. My first real job in the army was a platoon leader out at Fort Riley out in Kansas. Um, beautiful country out there. We didn't, uh, Kelly and I were newly married when we moved out there and we thought it was going to be like a death sentence that that was our first duty assignment. Are you thinking Kansas? Oh my. Oh my. I thought yeah. like the worst things, but, uh, Kansas where we were at in Kansas, uh, it was beautiful. We, we actually really liked it. It was one of our favorite duty stations. Wow. Um, then we went to Fort Benning in Georgia. Um, and then my last duty station ended up being Fort Knox again, where I was in company command. So that was eight years, two of those years, one year I was in, um, the Horn of Africa, um, in Djibouti, Ethiopia, and Kenya. And that was 
quite an experience all in itself. And then um, my last big hurrah was a year in Afghanistan in 2011. So, Well, I'm, I'm glad that you came back and I'm glad that you invested in Chilkathi. And uh, I think Chilkathi is happy that you're, you're back. And um, appreciate that. And you, you started the poor house. What year was that? Yeah, gosh, lose track of time real quick. So, um, 2017, okay. June, um, actually we're rolling right up on our four year anniversary right now. So, um, I guess technically the 4th of July weekend of 2017, we opened. Wow. I remember, um, going over there and you were having issues with the building and at the time, I think we were having issues with our building. Like, yeah. Cause you guys were building out paper city in the museum at that time. Yeah. The museum was the one that was, yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. My, our horror story was we took out a, uh, a, uh, air conditioning unit. Yeah. And that air conditioning unit was holding up a whole wall. Yeah. And I thought, this is it. It's crumbling. I mean, it's gone. <laughs> it's, it's over. And I think you've had, you had a couple of those issues. We did. Yeah. So that, that building at 25 East second street machinery hall, it, it definitely had its fair share of structural issues. And I mean, to the point that the entire back 100 feet of the building was falling in and yeah. Um, yeah, so we, I think everything I've done since I've been out of the army has been like walk into a mess. Um, that's all self-inflicted. I've, I've asked for everything that I've gotten. Um, but it, it always seems a lot easier going into it than you think. And then just like you guys with, with, uh, the museum, it's like, you think it's going to be this project. We're going to go in, we're going to knock it out. And then you get in there and it's like, oh my gosh, what did I get myself (laughs) into? I wasn't prepared for this no. and you just figure it out. You do. And you, you learn, I mean, yep. we've learned, uh, we did the same thing. Our, our floors were a mess and had to restructure it. just, but it's a great building now. It the, is. The museum is absolutely amazing. Papers in the apartments over it. Oh my gosh. Like that's you guys, you guys reset, in my opinion, the gold standard for what an apartment, not just in downtown, but in Chillicothe should be in, that's well, super awesome. You. you guys did that. Uh, and your, <laughs> your building is amazing. I mean, it's thank beautiful. You. Um, and you kind of shared with me, uh, and I don't know if we could share now or maybe not, uh, the new project that you're going to be doing with, uh, the poor house. Yeah. With the roof. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's definitely. exciting. It is. I'm so excited. So the roof has been, um, the expansion of the rooftop dining area was part of the original plans and um, it was always looked at kind of phase two. Um, we knew it wasn't going to be able to be part of the initial initial project, but um, we started construction on it on it um, about a, uh, about two months ago. Yeah. And um, we're hoping um, it's like anything right now. Everything's taken 10, 10 times longer than you feel like it should. And there's all the COVID lingering effects and all that. Um, but hopefully we're the, yeah, the costs are construction costs right now are great, great time to jump off on a construction project, but it, it, you know, you're doing it out front right now and it's like, well, might as well You push the start button. It's hard to, it's hard to not, but, but we're hoping that within, um, oh, maybe the next four to six weeks, hopefully we're wrapping that project up and that'll be awesome. Yeah. It'll be a great addition, uh, outside dining on a kind of on a rooftop on a rooftop i don't think we have one of those we don't we i don't. think that's i that's, think that's, you got to go to columbus i think to yeah. get uh rooftop dining well and i think we're we're trying to not go to columbus and uh, uh, yeah I, why why stay here stay yeah, home it's true um heck i was walking home yesterday uh with my kids downtown and I, i'm seeing more and more of this 
Yeah. Every day, uh, I see people that aren't from Tilgathi. Yeah. And it's kind of cool. They're looking around. They're looking at these buildings, and they're excited to be here. And I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm excited to show them. I mean, I I try to be an ambassador, and I think hopefully everyone in Tilgathi tries to do the same thing. It's, yeah. Um, it's an exciting time. Uh, it is. And I think we're just on, I still think, you oh, know, yeah. a lot of people think like, oh, we're, we're so far down the road of, and I'm like, no, no, we're just like still on the leading edge of whatever the future is. And I, I just think as a community is, we're just starting to scratch the surface. It's true. We're just starting. Yeah. Um, but it's a special place. I mean, it's, uh, you know. I remember 20 years ago, and uh, we talked about downtown. Everyone was like, "Yeah, what are you going downtown yeah. for?" It's yeah. all on Bridge Street. I'm like, you right. know, I don't like Bridge Street. Yeah, <laughs> or, mean, you, or or you were going to Columbus. Yeah, you I were. mean, everybody was either going to German Village yeah. or, you know, this isn't too long ago, German Village Brewery District before Arena District really even became a thing, and now it's a short north, and it's like now you don't have to do that. Yeah. You can stay right in Chillicothe and have a lot of those experiences five minutes from where you from where you sleep. Yeah, and it's great. Uh, the people I met last night, they said, uh, you know, where do the, where all these people work? I said, well, they actually work here in Chillicothe. They said, well, I thought they would just travel to Columbus. I said, well, there's some, but I think the majority still work and, and live in our community, which is wonderful. It is. Um, so, uh, some more questions here. Okay. Um, what is your go-to order at your restaurant? I know I put you on the spot. Food or beverage? Uh, well... I mean, beverage. Oh, man. Okay. So when you have 30 beers on tap that are rotating, it's, I mean, it, it, there's, there's too many to choose from. Yeah. Um, I will say right now, um, our bar manager, uh, Jason Ryan, he has developed a new portered old fashioned and I am like my go-to cocktails in old fashioned and I've had a lot of old fashions in a lot of different places. Yeah. I had a really good one last weekend in Yellowstone. <laughs> yeah, the campfire so. old fashioned was quite excellent, but this portered old fashioned that he is putting out is no kidding. It's my favorite cocktail that I probably have ever had. Wow. He's doing it. He's doing a dehydrated blood orange in it and he's um, made a, a bourbon. I'm sorry. A, uh, he's taken a stout beer and turning it into a syrup. Wow. Um, and infusing it in the cocktail. And it's, um, yeah, so it's pretty good. Why don't we do this at your, your place? I don't know. We're, we're failing. <laughs> yeah, definitely failing. Uh, how about food? Um, probably the bourbon burger. Yeah. Um, that's a good one. Yeah. I just, it's such a, yeah. it's, it's a guilty pleasure. Yeah. Um, I, I just love it. It's, but you have so many things that, uh, you know, like my wife's a vegetarian, we can go mm -hmm. there and you have vegetarian options. You have gluten-free options. Yeah. You have uh, meat options for me, of course. <laughs> um, so it's nice. You know, we've, we've tried to, and we're actually in the process right now of, in fact, I think it's probably fair to say it's a continual process of reevaluating and reassessing what you have on the menu and making sure that you're always um, putting out the best product that you're that you think your customers are, are going to respond to, and so we're in the process right now of diving deep into the menu and really reevaluating a lot of things. And um, what's important for us is not only being original with what we're doing, but also making sure that we're doing it in a way that's approachable um, to everyone in our community. Yeah. Um, and so that means, you know, making sure that we have vegetarian options and we have gluten free options, and that we've got, you know. Um, 
just a, 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 a it's I guess I would say a focused but diverse menu. Yeah, I mean it's it, my daughter uh, has that gluten allergy and it's it's tough to yeah. And then I my wife's vegetarian, so that's tough. Yeah. I mean I like everything, so it's not that tough. I know. And I just like food. I know. Me too. <laughs> but but I like that you offered it because my wife, my kids all like like to go. Yeah. And you you do have uh, a good kids menu for the the kids and it's yeah it's nice well we you know i think it's again like life experience makes you who you are yeah and um i mean my kids are 11 7 and 4 and yours are pretty much the same Same, exact age yeah um and like six seven eight years ago i wasn't going into a restaurant worrying about what the what was on the kids menu no um, but you know, when you, when you start to have different life experiences, you start to raise kids, you're like, that stuff makes a big difference. And, um, you yeah. know, I, I guess my thing is, is I, I guess from a business approach, I'm like, well, the happier the kids are, the happier mom and dad are sitting there enjoying their beer, or their cocktail or their wine. And, um, it's the truth. Yeah. And we'll spend is. more. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and you leave happier. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, what, uh, what do you wish you would have known? When you first started out, everything. I'm not sure. I mean, it's just a, such a big learning curve. Um, you mean specifically like with the poorhouse? Yeah. Um, I I very naively thought two things. One, I thought that the knowledge and experience that I had gained with the Dairy Queen, as far as a quick service restaurant, would translate um, apples for apples to a full service restaurant. Um, and I quickly learned that I was very incorrect about my assumption. They are both restaurants, but they're, they live in two totally different worlds. Um, there's, they're just night and day different. Yeah. Um, and then also with the, with the construction project of the building, I, again, naively, I went into it thinking that it was, you know, we had this plan and it was just going to all kind of work out and you have to be constantly flexible and adaptive um, and, uh, and just, and just figure it out and work through it. Yeah. Cause we all, well, that's the beauty of our town is all our, our buildings are ancient Yeah, and they're not square and they're not, uh, everything is wrong about them. Yeah. And then, but that makes everything right about them. It, 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 true. But it's, it's hard to, uh, construction costs are. It is. And it, you know, like from a restaurant design standpoint, like I even look at our kitchen and if I were going to build a, if I were going to build a new restaurant from the ground up, obviously like the kitchen in it, you're going to design it to be way different than, than the space allowed in our restaurant. And so it, so unfortunately what it does is it leads to unintended inefficiencies with the way that the, with the way that the kitchen runs. And, um, you know, so those are just the challenges that you have to work through, but the space themselves is not exactly ideal. It'd be, it'd be nice if you had a nice plum square box. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I've, I've worked in a lot of restaurants and they're all different. Uh, I've never worked in a big one. (laughs) I don't think it's, it's common that uh, restaurants are always tiny. Yeah. Uh, because you, the, the money's not there. Yeah. Uh, but it's funny to see all the different kinds of uh, kitchens and um, it's uh, restaurants. That's yeah. <laughs> um, so you have events throughout the year. Um, yep. You just ended one with Tecumseh. Uh, it yep. was a, a fundraiser that 
I was there and it was awesome. Thank you. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, uh, any other plants? I'm sure you have, do you have Oktoberfest this year? I do have Oktoberfest oh, coming goodness. up. Um, so I guess on that note, it, for me, it's um, one of our things is one of our um, kind of guiding values is being leaders in our community. Yeah. Um, and, I, you know, that for me is the opportunity to own a business and the opportunity to um, employ and work with great people um, is a privilege. Um, but I think that we also in that privilege, we have a responsibility to do everything that we can to um, partner with uh, as many different organizations in the community as we can and, and use our restaurant as a platform to, to help our community um, in any way that we can. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we, we're always looking for opportunities to partner with different organizations and um, the side of society through Tecumseh was a, was a great one that we did um, yeah. a couple months ago. Um, we raised about 10 grand that night for the side of society. And we're very proud about that. And that was kind of at the tail end of COVID. Well, not, I mean, still COVID's going on, Yeah, but, but it was the first event that uh, people didn't have their masks on. That's right. It was awesome. It was, it was great. Um, and yeah, we have Oktoberfest coming up, um, September 17th, I think. Yeah. Um, and we're partnered with, um, downtown Chillicothe for the uh, volleyball tournament coming up at the end of August, um, on paint street in front of 50 West. We're really excited about that. So anytime that we can, anytime that we can make that connection, I think it's good for our business, but I think it's even better for our community. Yeah. Just trying to give back. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I can't wait for Oktoberfest last year. Once again, COVID. Yeah, we couldn't do it last year. The, so, um, I guess last year would have been the first annual. So the second year, so yeah. this year we're, um, we'll do the second event. Um, and I'm, I'm really excited for it. Oh, it's awesome. I mean, the first one was like, this is cool. Yeah. And it was packed. It was packed. Yeah. I hope it's packed and I hope we have good weather again and, and, uh, use that, uh, patio upstairs too yeah that'd be cool yeah um uh, is there anything i i should have had asked but didn't mm. i don't know no it's all right that's good that means i did yeah uh so where did right. you get your interviewing skills that's what i want to know <laughs> just take an online course for this no. you did that you? you've been wearing out youtube i wish uh, <laughs> i wish it was that so uh I scheduled this this morning, I think. Uh, yeah. We talked about it last week. Yeah. And, uh, we both have had busy weeks. I came in and had uh, uh, the Flag Day event. Yeah. And then tried to... Which I love that you do that. That's so awesome. Thank you. I mean, you know, I, I we all love our country. Yeah. Um, and I we fly a flag in the front and the back of our house. And, and probably if I could fly one in my bedroom, if my wife would let me, I probably would. But yeah. Um, so I love that you guys do that. It's super Thank cool. Thank you. Um, and then you came back and you had the BAB. I mean, yeah. we've been, it's been a busy week. We haven't talked about Yellowstone. We will. Yeah. Um, it, it's just been busy and then. It's been a busy uh, week. And, and so I was like, Hey, uh, you good this morning? And, and you said, yeah, four o'clock. So about three thirty, I started writing down some questions. Yeah. Well, you're yeah. way ahead of schedule in my world then. <laughs> 30 minutes of pre-planning is, it's, yeah, that's good. Yeah. I wouldn't say it was, yeah. Uh, we can talk about Yellowstone. That, that was, uh, unbelievable. Mm hmm. Um, uh, we stayed in West, uh, Yellowstone, uh, 
I would describe that as what, what you kind of described it as like Gatlinburgish, a little bit. I've never it's been. It's like a it's like a smaller, very authentic Western version of Gatlinburg. So yeah. it's it's a little commercial, but it's um, but it feels it feels like it's out of the cowboy wild west. Oh, it was cool. Your wife had a, a cowboy hat. Yeah. And then my wife had to get a cowboy hat. So yeah. it, was, it was fun to, we didn't do that. We should have gotten some boots and big belt buckles, but we yeah. we didn't have enough time. That one guy had some great boots yeah. and belt buckle on. I know. Yeah. Uh, and then we uh, just drove around ta- or, or the uh, Yellowstone Park. It was so cool. You can't even describe it. And pictures, pictures don't do it are justice. just insulting to, Yeah, I mean, it's unreal. And then we had some fun stories along the way trying to go to a hot springs and yeah <laughs> uh it was fun it uh, was fun i wish i could do more of that um but hopefully people do that here in, in Chillicothe. yeah um all right so uh end it on what's your favorite breakfast lunch and dinner spot i know it's a hard one it is know. a hard one um and it doesn't have to be in Chillicothe. Okay, so probably my favorite dinner spot is this restaurant in D.C. called Founding Farmers. And um, it's like a legit farm-to-table restaurant. Um, their, their restaurant, I think they have three locations, but their location in D.C. is just down the road from the White House. And cool. um, there's just something really cool about the setting and the restaurant and just the whole experience. So, um yeah, that's probably my favorite dinner spot. I can't wait to try it. It's really good. You know why I ask these questions so I can go. Smart. <laughs> Market research. Yeah. Lunch. Um, man, I don't know. You probably don't eat much, lunch much. No. Besides. It's like always on the go. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if. I'll tell you breakfast though. So um, I make a, my wife says I make the world's best um, blueberry pancakes. And I've taught Aubrey how to make the world's best blueberry pancakes. And so I would say that Aubrey's blueberry pancakes from our kitchen at our house is the best breakfast you can get. Do you think we can put that on the poorhouse? We uh, we should. Yeah. And in fact, I probably need to put her back there making them. <laughs> yeah. In a couple more years. <laughs> yeah, a couple more years. Labor. Uh, uh, night owl, early riser, both sometimes. Uh, early riser. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a byproduct of the Army. Um, yeah, like sleeping in for me is six thirty, seven o'clock. Um, yeah. I prefer to get up a, I, and you know, I go through these periods when I'm more disciplined and less disciplined, but I would prefer to be up at 5.00 AM, um, get my workout in, get everything done. Um, and then by 10 o'clock, like fast asleep. Yeah. That's a perfect day. Yeah. Uh, which makes it hard when you're in you know, restaurant the bar restaurant world yeah. that it's like, you know, um, but it's, 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 uh, the army ingrained it in me and it's, it's hard to get away from. Well, the quiet time in the morning is kind of, Oh, it's the best. Yeah, it is. Uh, so I probably know this answer, but, uh, what book are you currently reading or would you like to share? Um, well, I did share this with yeah. you in the airport the other day. So, um, it's uh, it's a book called Talking to Goats by Jim Gray, a uh, famous sports commentator. Uh, my brother-in-law got it for me for Christmas, and I'm just now finally getting, uh, finally got it into my reading queue. And 
Um, it's he tells all these different anecdotal stories about all these um, like literally goat um, greatest of all time athletes and their stories about Tyson and Ali and Tom Brady and you name it and um, it's, it's you were telling me some stories it was it was a good one I'm gonna pick it up oh the first chapter about Tyson yeah. is it, it definitely pulls you right into the book it's, yeah it's great how he had a he went through like 1.4 million in like 90 set 90 in minutes. 90 minutes yeah yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, you got to read the story. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, Ben, we, we did it. Uh, so he, uh, he was running late and, uh, uh, I said I had to get back to, uh, the babysitter at a certain time and uh, we did it. We're right on time. <laughs> we, 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 it's what we do. Thank you very much. Hey man, I really appreciate this. I, I, it's been yeah. great fun. It's, uh, and it, we'll have to do this again when you have more events and when you yeah. buy more restaurants and why buy we more We need buildings. to do this. Like, uh, can you, can you, have you figured out how to do it in like different locations or are you? Well, I thought I did. Okay. So, uh, uh, it's the audio. I, I had uh, no idea yeah. uh, that audio was a big deal until I did three podcasts and they were all crap. I mean, uh -huh. It was, uh, you couldn't use them. Yeah. And I finally just said, I'm done. This is driving me crazy. So I called this Sweetwater yep. uh, company and, uh, they were amazing and they told me exactly what to get. And I said, done and knock on wood uh it's, it's working it's been yeah this is the second one but, all right i mean before i didn't have these headphones i didn't have this stand. yeah you got a swanky setup here man yeah this is this is legit professional equipment going <laughs> but it would on be here. nice to do it in your in your bar uh with a drink we need to do it on the roof we do when we open the yes. roof yes yeah you let's know. do that we'll have a couple of drinks yeah. and we'll enjoy the sunshine and yeah yeah I, I, let's do it let's do it well thanks again and uh, we'll be talking to, uh, to you guys soon. All right. Thanks, man. Thank you.